Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Today, I had the honor of being joined once again by Astros legendary broadcaster, Mr. Greg Lucas, and we discussed everything, negotiations between the Players Association and the owners. It was an amazing conversation, guaranteed you are going to enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Astros legend, Greg Lucas. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Astros Baseball. My guest today is Greg Lucas, longtime broadcaster for the Astros and broadcaster for a long time. Mr. Lucas, welcome to the show once again. This is your third time here. It is always, I haven't been counting, but it's always great to be with you and talk some baseball. Well, I have to say you're my favorite guest, so as many times as you'll come, I'll always have you. Well, being retired, I am not hard to find. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I was going to ask you if you heard this. I I I saw this on ESPN just now, and I don't know how this will affect the Astros at all, but Greg Abbott has said he's allowing outdoor professional sports in Texas at a 25% capacity. I don't know if that – I mean, I don't even know if the Astros are considered an outdoor stadium – and also, I think it'd be too hot to play all the games with the roof open. Yeah, that'll be interesting because obviously the Rangers fall in that same category that way now uh, because they've got their new ballpark, which was uh, set to open this year. I don't know. Uh, he may consider that. He may consider both of them outdoor sports because the size of the, the facilities. And so even though they're playing under roofs, I think uh, that may be the qualifier for both of them. But it's good news uh, if uh, then it's just up to whether or not Major League Baseball is ready to do that with fans when they finally, if they finally, agree to get anything going. So let me ask you this. See, if the, if the state says it's okay to do it, Major League Baseball can still say no, right? Well, sure they could because they could say it's... Uh, it's uh, 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 their negotiation with the players union are going to, to be dependent a great deal on uh, whether or not they uh, uh, allow four fans in the stands, and that's 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 going to be interesting because it also would give the ones that do have fans in the stands theoretically at 
least a little bit of advantage. Let's say the Yankees can't put fans in the stands uh, because the COVID situation is, is more serious in New York, and yet uh, the uh, Astros or Rangers or Braves or whoever else can, uh, that might give them a bit of an advantage. So that would probably be yet another negotiating uh, uh, plan that would have to be worked out between the union and the, and the, and the owners. I was going to ask you that if if they do end up allowing fans, let, let's say they do agree on this 50-50 split, but sometime during the year they allow fans, that 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 should allow the players to make more money, right? Because they're going to have to share it with them. Right. I, I, in fact, that, that's my point I've made uh, a couple of times. I believe that the owner's position is correct in revenue sharing. And the reason I say that is the 50-50 split was based on playing half a season as normal. Well, it wasn't based on half the season with no fans, and therefore the owner's take is going to be a lot less than 50-50. And if it's too much less, hey, let's be honest, these are not the, this is not the socialism of the NFL. All revenue is not shared as it is in the NFL. In other words, Ticket sales aren't shared, but the television revenue, which is the greatest factor in the NFL being as successful as it has been, is totally shared because there is no such thing as local uh, local or regional regular season games. There are no such things. Every game is a network game, and they totally share that money. In baseball, um, the national game revenue is shared, uh, which, of course, includes the postseason, but the teams have local and regional networks, and they are not in any matter equal. Uh, the, uh, the payout for some teams is way higher than for others. And so consequently, uh, uh, in reality, having a revenue share, if that revenue share is based on full league revenue, including all teams, and is divided, as opposed to say, okay, we'll do revenue share. Kansas City, you and your players will do a revenue share. Uh, New York Yankees, you and your players will do a revenue share. Well, that's way out of balance. So they would have to determine uh, exactly how that would work. The other thing they would have to determine is when would the uh, prorated part of the contract go into effect if, in fact, now they're allowing fans in the stands, because you're right on that. Then... Uh, there's more revenue being generated, and uh, maybe the players are going to say, okay, now let's get a little closer to what my contract called for. So there's a lot of things to talk about, and I, I just don't know whether or not they're, uh, they're going to be able to work it out. We'll just have to wait and see. So you make a good point there. If, if they did the revenue sharing and they just did it team by team, the – players on the Yankees roster would stand to make a lot more money, like you said, than the team, the players playing for Kansas City, and they're all already taking pay cuts. Right, because uh, the, the regional uh, network telecast for the Yankees pay way more money than uh, what the Kansas City Royals get. And so I, that, that revenue sharing thing would have to be Actually, this is a breaking ground in the NFL and Major League Baseball because this is getting a little closer to what the NFL does. This would have to be total revenue sharing of baseball, not just Kansas City players with Kansas City revenue, Cincinnati Reds with Cincinnati revenue, 
Dodgers with Dodger. No, no, it has to be something that we've not had in baseball. And uh, so actually, if they got their foot in the door with that, the players in the long run might be in even better shape down the road uh, than, uh, than, than they are now. But we'll just have to follow that up. That was going to be my next question for you. If they did go through with it this year, they could ne- try to negotiate that in the next uh, the next time around, right? Yeah, they, they could do something like, okay, you're going to sign players individual contracts, fine. But there's also revenue sharing involved. So uh, you're going to be either paying out bonuses uh, if, they, you know, if the revenue sharing is, uh, is a greater uh, situation. In other words, if you're... Uh, Whatever your revenue is, and we're we're doing half of it. Uh, only if our salaries go past half, would you not be paying anything? So if you're if, if our salaries do not reach at least the share, the half part, uh, then uh, you're going to have to uh, kick in more money. So that it'll be interesting. Now this this works out. There's a lot of room to negotiate. Common sense says that uh, there should be some form of revenue sharing if they are going to play a special type baseball, which means at least a lot of it uh, with no fans in the stands and therefore revenue way down, uh, as opposed to flat out honoring half of uh, what the players are contracted for uh, based on a full season. That, that that's, uh, that's where things get scary because there are some franchises, honestly, that uh, would be in uh, some little bit of financial difficulty if that happened to be the way they had to do it. And, um, uh, you know, you'll hear the argument like these millionaires are all billionaires. Well, I mean, the owners are all billionaires. If they are, it doesn't have anything to do with baseball. They didn't make their billions off baseball. They made their billions off a different division or a different business, which is totally separate from baseball. And as anyone who knows a little bit about how business works, these guys who are billionaires uh, ordinarily do not spend money from one company to, 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 to hold up another company they own. If the one company they own isn't doing well, they'll get rid of that company. They aren't going to, you know, if they own a steel mill, they're not going to say, well, my baseball team wants to sign this big free agent, so we'll just move some money from the steel mill. They don't do that. And uh, it's the same way with the value of the franchise. That value only is important when you sell it. It doesn't help you operate it. Uh, and so uh, people try to confuse, you know, okay, he's, that team's worth $3 billion. Well, fine. Not until he sells it. It's not. It's just it's like money in the stock market. It's paper money. And uh, you're, uh, you have to keep that, that, car, that true because the operating costs don't come out of that $3 billion worth. Uh, and sometimes people don't understand that, and that gets, that's what makes things all muddy. That's exactly what I was getting ready to bring up is that these people are calling the owners billionaires and they're not really billionaires as far as cash flow. It's just their assets. Owning the team makes them a billionaire, but it's not like they have a billion dollars in their pocket. No, and they don't transfer. They won't transfer if they have many businesses, in which all these owners do. Now, uh, if they have many businesses, they aren't going to uh, they aren't going to support the baseball team with money from another business that might put that other business in jeopardy. No, no, they're on their own. Uh, baseball is supposed to pay its own way, and it does uh, in almost all cases. But if, if it can't, that's why uh, general managers are tight with the budgets, and that's why uh, they negotiate contracts because they don't have just money uh, that they can spend willy nilly. Uh, the last team that really did that 
he made so much money, he could do it, and he used Yankee money. He didn't use his, he didn't use money from his shipbuilding company. He used Yankee money. Uh, and there are a few teams that can generate that kind of uh, revenue in, in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I guess you could look at it this way. If, if they want the owners to share the money from their other companies and involve that in this, then you could look at the players that make money off of tennis shoes and different kind of, you know, advertisement or sponsorships that they have. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's that's a good point. There, there are their money, there's money they're making on their own, and a, and a company, a company technically could do like maybe a company that you might work for. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, uh, you're working for us. You're not working for anybody else, and uh, that's what we're signing you for. We're working, so that means. No, you're not going to go out and do commercials. No, you're not going to go out and do all this other stuff. No, you're, you're working for us. You can't work for it. If I work for a radio station, I can't go ahead and say, oh, there's some games that are going to be broadcast on this other radio station. I think I'm going to go over there and try to work those games. No, no. Even if it doesn't directly conflict with your main job at the other station, your boss has every right to tell you you can't do it. And uh, so uh, that's... Uh, that's the other. That's the other factor that has to be taken into consideration. There's a lot that has to be taken into consideration before we actually see baseball uh, this year. I just uh, hope they can work it out. The owners offer a fifty-fifty split. It's a crazy season. It's a weird season. Whatever we make, let's share it. So, does this make the players look bad if they turn this down? Well, it will. It, it will if someone is actually analyzing it, but it won't because more people in the media are anti guy. You know, it's the same way it is now. More, more people in the media, including sports announcers, are uh, more for the, they want the games, okay, number one. Number two, those guys are billionaire owners. Well, again, they are forgetting exactly what I'm talking about. That's not how you run a business. You don't take money from another company that you own uh, to pay the deficits in your baseball team. That's not how you run businesses. And uh, they run the baseball team as a separate operation. If it can't make money, then you either have to sell it or you go bankrupt for that business. Uh, I'll use a good example. Donald Trump, the Democrats, uh, his enemies will like to point out that during his business career, he went bankrupt on all these different things. Well, that's how you do it. He wasn't taking, that's how big, money guys do it. He wasn't taking money from his personal fortune or from some other project to try to keep something that was failing afloat. He declared bankruptcy. And that's that's basically how business operates on the high scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of us can't relate to that, but we I think we all need to understand that's how it works. So let me ask you this. I'm going to try to word this correctly. Okay, let's say there are no games at all. And take that versus if there's a season and the players don't do the 50-50. Let's say the owner's like, okay, we're going to give you the prorated. Where, where do the owners stand to lose more money? Does that question make sense? Uh, they lose money. Gonna, the thing is, if they don't get the, uh, the, the revenue sharing, uh, they're going to lose money because they're, gonna have, they're not going to have any fans in the stands. If they... Um, don't do a deal and there's no baseball, they're going to lose money too. Of course, the player, the players will really lose money. The baseball operation will lose money, but that's uh, that's kind of that old story about 
did you lose two million dollars, or was it really a case of you just didn't make the two million you expected to? In other words, are you in debt, or you just didn't make as much as you wanted to? And you know, in, in business, you'll hear that statement quite often. They'll say, "Well, we lost four million dollars last year," and the reality is they didn't lose a dime in real money. They just didn't make the four million dollars that their books expected them to make. Right. And uh, unless they'd already decided to spend that money that they didn't make, they really didn't lose it. They just didn't make as much as they, they wanted to. So that's that's semantics. But no, baseball baseball ownership would lose money if they don't play. Baseball players would lose all of their salaries if they didn't play. And uh, so what's, what's more important? Playing for a little bit less under the circumstances we're not talking about anything permanent. We're talking under the circumstances, or not playing at all. And we'll just have to wait and see who uh, who uh, who makes the first move. So, if the if the players' association won't agree on the revenue sharing, are the players? I mean, are the owners better off just not playing at all? Some teams, I believe that is true. There are some teams that I believe that is true, and. and uh, the problem with Major League Baseball is that they will never have an equal uh, situation with television money. They just can't because the networks, you know, the, the, the formula is a game a week. You know, that works perfectly for football because they only play one game a week. You're, you're, if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan or a Texan fan or a fan of any particular team, your team only plays once a week. That's the only game you really care about. Baseball, they play five to six days a week. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no way you're going to get network money uh, for a schedule that has many games. And therefore, those other games that are not televised by a network are going to be on local or regional television. And they simply cannot pay what would be considered a network rate. Therefore, every market is different. And I don't believe you would ever get the owners to agree to totally pool all of their local regional network money because that would be patently unfair to the markets that can afford big uh, payouts, you know, in New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, uh, because they would have to give up an awful lot of their money to help support Kansas City and Milwaukee and so on and so forth. So baseball's in a, in a strange situation compared to the other, uh, uh, the sport that it's compared to the most, and yet they're so different, you can't really compare them. Max Scherzer tweeted out, I think it was last night, he said there's no need to engage with players any on any further uh, salary reductions. Well, then if that is true, then they might as well just go ahead and come out and say we're not playing the season. Simple as that. The owner should just say that. We're not playing the season. And there's a, there's a ploy that could be used if, in fact, that would cause any ball club to have to go bankrupt. And that is to disband Major League Baseball. Uh, you disband Major League Baseball, and then you reform new Major League Baseball the next year, for the next year. This negates all the contracts that exist between a player's union and baseball, because it, those were with Major League Baseball. They weren't with new Major League Baseball. Most of the same franchises would be coming back in. Uh, they would have no obligation uh, with a players' union, and they would be starting at scratch and possibly in a stronger position. Now, this concept is not new. It was tried in the 
the original World Football League back many years ago. After the first season where so many teams were losing money, they disbanded the World Football League and they named a new commissioner of the new World Football League. And all the old contracts were negated. In other words, if they owed guys for uniforms, they declared bankruptcy. And then they worried out, you know, they figured out how, what percentage they were going to pay. But the next year, it was a new league. So the people that had the new teams did not have any debts. They didn't have to assume the debts of the old league. Well, baseball could do that. Uh, the only caution is that it really didn't work for the World Football League because they didn't make it through the second year. They still had problems. But it can be done. You can, if, if you have teams that are going belly up, uh, which I don't think any of them are that bad off, but if you did, uh, you can actually disband what we know of as Major League Baseball. I think the big thing all of us have to remember, baseball will not die. How it is done and operated now as a business might, but baseball will be with us on a top level uh, till the end of time. Uh, it just may be organized differently someday. Do you think if there's no season next uh, this year, will it affect will it affect fans going ahead in the future? Uh, I would if it's if, if if it's going down to the line about getting started next year. In other words, if they settle it and everything's cool, we understand why they couldn't play in 2020. We're all ready to go. I don't think it will affect them as much as uh, as you might think. And, and again, it's baseball fans. Baseball fans are very loyal. You're going to get all these guys on these talk shows griping and complaining. Most of these guys who are running talk shows don't know which end of a bat you use. They grew up in the era of football being the only sport that counted, and uh, they don't really know baseball. So that so they don't talk about baseball much. Uh, so, but then they're, so they're going to be negative. But I, I think the baseball fans, and we see that every year with the millions and millions the 10 games on the, the major league level and, and even in the minor leagues and amateur levels, uh, there's always going to be baseball fans. There's always going to be baseball. It may be organized differently someday, but there will always be a top level of baseball. I know, I know if there's no season this year, it won't affect me at all. 2021, I'll still be there. But it should have an effect on the free agency market, right? Well, you know, that's some of the things they would have to negotiate because... The owners are going to argue the season wasn't played. Therefore, all of the contractual situations should simply revert to what they were going to be in 2020, which that means that if George Springer has one more year to play for the Astros and Mookie Betts will actually play a season with the Dodgers before he's a free agent. Uh, of course, there will be an argument about that because the chronologically, he was supposed to, you know, they both were supposed to be free agents in the uh, 2021, but as far as having played at the season that they signed for, they never would have played it. So uh, in that regard, uh, it, it would be something they would have to negotiate because players would come back and say, ah, but I'm a year older. Therefore, I'm, I may have lost a little bit. And that's going to be demonstrated next year where I would have already been into my free agent year. Uh, there'll be arguments like that. You know how lawyers are, but uh, uh, we just have to, that's one of those things we'll have to wait and see. I think the biggest problem with all of this is that uh, while there is no way in the world anyone could have expected something like COVID-19, all sports and everything are going to have to write contracts now with some ridiculous clauses that sound stupid mm -hmm. just to cover them so they know exactly where they stand. Uh, because you never know what's going to happen. Or, you know, world war or uh, 
uh, two franchises are, are knocked out because of an earthquake. Uh, what do you do? Uh, you know, uh, they actually have a some clauses regarding if you lose a team in a plane crash, how you restock the franchise. They have that, but they don't have uh, they don't have things that cover what we've had this year with the virus, and they're going to have to have it in the future. The example that I keep seeing when they talk about if the players take the 50-50, they always bring up Mike Trout. His prorated agreement would be $19 million, and if they did the 50-50, he would only make $6 million, which is still a lot of money as far as the fans are concerned. But what I read is the Players Association are going to come back uh, with the proposal to play 100 games at a full prorated salary because they don't want to take the pay cut. And the league is worried about extending the schedule due to a second wave of COVID-19. Uh, I can understand both things. I can understand they make both points. I think one point that could be easily made is that all those contracts those guys signed and are not going to be paid because the season is going to be cut back will basically be grandfathered to begin next year. In other words, they would not have lost a year. Uh, they would have at their option. Now, it could be, you could negotiate it that way, too. Like Mike Trout, he loses a $35 million paycheck. He's got nine more years, 30, $35 million. And he has to play at some other event due to this COVID-19. Then his contract now says that he still has 10 years, $35 million. It just starts next year. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of ways that is at his option if he wants to. Now, he may say, no, I want to be a free agent in nine years instead of 10 or whatever. But it would be left, that would be a player's option then. And uh, uh, it would be a simple way to be able to uh, play this year at less than what was originally contracted for. And yet you're still guaranteed to get the money. And actually, you would come out with more money because you would have gotten an extra season, even though this season may have been for less money. Uh, that's another way you can negotiate. I mean, there's there's all sorts of ways they can negotiate this. They just gotta get it done. And uh, I think I think they can. It's just a question: Are they going to be willing to? The hundred games in starting in July will require some stuff that once they start, the players are not going to like because they're going to be playing every day and they're going to be playing double headers and they're going to be claiming fatigue. Now, they can have bigger rosters. They can add five more players to a roster, uh, but uh, they're still going to be claiming fatigue, uh, and they're going to be maybe sorry they agreed to it. But, hey, if that gets them, if, if, their, if money is so important to them, yeah. uh, then, then that's what, you know, we'll see how it goes. But that might be pushing it quite a bit because uh, if you start in uh, about July 4th, that's about the halfway point in the season. And so that means you would have about 81 games left. And uh, that makes the most sense to me. But there's a lot of things they're doing in these negotiations that don't make a lot of sense. I guess if they did play 100 games, that would be uh, more money for everybody. Uh, so yeah. let's go to this side. That would be more money, but, uh, you know, what's the value? What's the important? You know, what? Um, and then, well, of course, then you've got to figure out again what you're going to do with the postseason because they, they wanted to expand it. Yeah. Uh, but that was based on an 81-game season. And so, 
and, and of course, the more you expand it, the more you're in danger of major weather problems unless they just decide one year only we're going to, the World Series is going to be played in these two cities, whether they got teams in them or not. Right. And of course, they'd be making all their money off of uh, their TV money because they would have a tough time selling them out. Uh, but who knows what they're going to do. I, I just think that uh, uh, the 2020 will be a season that will never be forgotten in baseball. I just hope it's not a season that never happens, and that's possible still. Okay, I got about three and a half minutes left. What are you? What are your opinions on the uh, all the medical, the medical side, the safety protocols that they have in place? Well, I, I think they sound. They may be a little bit overdone for inside the clubhouse because these guys are going to have all been tested uh, frequently. And so none of the players or the people around the club should be carrying or having been exposed uh, to COVID-19. So once inside the clubhouse, I think maybe things could be a little bit more relaxed, more like in your family. Uh, the key is between games, uh, what kind of control are you going to have? You see, in the, I'll use Korean Baseball Association as an example, I watch a lot of games. That is a relatively small country. It's, it's, it's physically about the size of Indiana. They've got 10, 10 major league clubs, but they're all bus distance apart. They have these luxury buses. Therefore, they really have a handle on what the players are doing almost all the time. They are away from uh, the ballpark, so uh, it's not so hard. Major leagues, a little bit harder, so we're going to have to rely on the ball players themselves and not, not be stupid when they're out of town and uh, follow the procedures the rest of us are, the, the mask and the distancing and not hanging out in crowded bars and that sort of stuff. We just have to uh, hope they're smart enough to, uh, to do that. If they do that, then I think the uh, procedures, as Major League Baseball is prescribing them and suggesting them, are fine. Maybe a little bit too stiff but that can be backed off a little bit uh, that, that's my opinion of it too if uh if they they're, they're gonna test negative so they should be able to not be so strict at the game and also like you said if they are safe at home then they should be okay you know just don't go out and be stupid yeah that's really all and that's what it is i mean we have a lot of people now as you know over the memorial day holiday that were pretty stupid we won't know whether it had any effect until uh, two or three weeks because that's the incubation period for uh, for COVID. But uh, I, I certainly hope I hope it doesn't because what it does is it proves that maybe everyone can back off a little bit. But if there is an upsurge right after this period and over the uh, holiday where people were getting quite lax, uh, then that that could do a lot of things, including baseball itself. Okay, Mr. Lucas, that's all I have for today, but uh, hopefully you can come back again. Anytime you need me, we got a new topic to talk about, like maybe the start of the season. I'm here. <laughs> thanks for calling. <laughs> all right, thanks for joining me, sir. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.